Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1647 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. We have a free eight-day goals course for you, Fire Nation, freegoalscourse.co. Get goal-focused. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Tim Fargo. Tim, are you prepared to ignite? Boom! Let's yes. do it. Tim has run an Inc. 500 business that he sold for $20 million. And after writing his book, Alphabet Success, he accidentally stumbled into a new SaaS business that's bringing in over 300 k after just one year. Tim, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. I'm a dad. Um, I have... 17-year-old triplets who are all about to graduate high school, um, which means that this SaaS business is perfect because I'm going to have a lot of recurring expenses um, <laughs> as they head off to university. Yeah, I'm actually a, a triathlete um, in the middle of a comeback. So um, after after many years of hanging up my goggles and bike pants and all that, I'm uh, I'm, I'm slogging my way back into uh, into gear. Well, as LO Cool J would say, don't call it a comeback, brother. You've been here for years, number one. And number two, triplets. Have you watched This Is Us on Amazon yet? No, I haven't. Okay, so that's an Amazon original show. It's incredibly well done. Mandy Moore is one of the stars, and it's about triplets, and it's about triplets growing up, and it's an amazing amazing Amazon original. Amazon is not the sponsor of the show. They just made a great show that I love. So I'm talking about it now. But Tim, you were episode 1069 of EO Fire. So that was 600 episodes ago. You rocked the mic. And we were chatting about a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Things have changed since then. You know, that's almost two years ago that we had you on. So break down for Fire Nation what your area of expertise is right now today as we're talking in 2017. Okay, well, I'm running a business called Social Jukebox, and uh, what that is is a uh, content distribution system for social media. So essentially, you put your content in, and then it distributes that content, and it does it automatically, so you don't have to keep repopulating it. Um, <clears throat> now, where I think you know there's a lesson for your audience, um, well, certainly a lesson for me and hopefully for them, um, when I got into this, Originally, and the first time we spoke, a lot of what I was trying to do is promote a book. Um, so I'd come out with Alphabet Success. This is July of 2013, right? So I'm all about my book has come out. You know, this is post sale of my old business, and I'm thinking, okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna be an author and I'm gonna do speaking and da 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 da. So in the process of doing that, I ended up finding the mechanics of posting on social media to be pretty cumbersome um, and kind of a time sink that I just didn't think I got any value back out of. I mean, the people who are following you or friending you on, on different levels of social media don't care how your posts get there. Um, they're only interested in the content and how it relates to them. So anyhow, I ended up having someone build something for me. My old um, VP of IT actually wrote um, what was initially a Twitter program um, for just for posting to Twitter. But it was it wasn't for sale. It was just so I didn't have to keep repopulating posts to go out. And so I'm trudging ahead. I'm trudging ahead and I'm thinking, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to sell books. I'm going to sell books. And I was selling books and that was great. But I was getting a lot of questions about the software. So 
the book was a push, right? So I'm having to try to push this book because people were interested after I talked about it a lot. But I wasn't pushing the software, but that was getting questions anyhow. Um, and that was sort of, you know, um, as talk about, you know, having an aha moment. It's like, you know, maybe the solution here is to drop the thing that's requiring me putting my shoulder into it full blast all the time and go to the thing that that people seem to be natively interested in. Um, and when I made that distinction and shifted, I mean, all of a sudden, you know, we signed up thousands and thousands of people for a free version um, when we, you know, we we polished it up and put it out for the public. Um, and my, I guess my point here um, to encapsulate it, if it's not clear, it's very easy to get focused in on what you're doing and not see that there's there's an opportunity and it's laying just next to where you already are. Um, but and, and to me, that's one of the dangers of focus is a great thing, but you can be overly focused, I would say, where you become myopic and you're only looking at that one thing ahead of you and going, no, I have to focus on this. I have to focus on this. I have to focus on this. And I'm not saying that you should allow yourself to be constantly distracted and looking at the next new, you know, shiny object. But there's times where the evidence is clear, right? That putting your time into this other thing is going to be much easier. And I can tell you that, that I've sold a lot more subscriptions than I did books. Sometimes, Fire Nation, the path of least resistance is the path to try because it might be a reason why you're able to move in that direction a little easier than the last. But Tim, to be honest, you didn't answer the question. So I'm going to go back and repeat it, but I'm only going to give you two sentences this time to answer it. And that question is, what is your area of expertise today, 2017? Don't ask how you're going to do it. Ask who you're going to get to do it. So how would you describe that as being an area of expertise that you have? I would say being able to find the right talent to fill slots is a definite advantage. And I think there's a temptation to try to put all the hats on your hat rack over in the corner and think you're going to be able to slay all those dragons when there are already people who do all those things. Well, how do we find those people then? So that's your unique skill is being able to find those people, put together these teams. How do we, uh, the listeners as entrepreneurs, what don't we know that you know, since this is your area of expertise, that we should know? Well, I think the first step is identifying that you don't need to be the person. I think that's, that's, that's the first step of expertise is, is taking yourself out of the path of um, direct responsibility to get it done. You know, that's, that's the first challenge for very many people, right? And then the second p- piece, which is what you asked about, is to, to take a step back and say, okay, well, where do I find people who do X, Okay, so if you're looking, like I use the the people that do the development on my software, those people are contracted through Upwork, right? I have other people who I know from just my own network that are doing admin for me, doing things for me where I'm looking for a higher level of trust, a higher level of prior experience. So I think you have to take each thing that you want to get done and then you need to like define it clearly. I mean, and I think that's the key to, and it may sound obvious, but the key to successfully finding someone to work with you in any given sphere, I mean, people may have the technical competence, but y- there's other things you need. Like, you know, for instance, someone's going to be my, my PA. I, I don't need just somebody that can, you know, mess around with Excel and stuff. I need somebody that I can really trust because I have a lot of sensitive data 
that, you know, with regarding the financials and stuff that I did before. So, I mean, I, all that stuff needs to be outlined um, before you even start looking because the more clearly you define something, the more easy it's going to be to find it, right? All right, Tim, let's shift. You have done some things in the last couple of years. You've had some struggles. You've had some great successes. Um, what has been your biggest struggle? What would you actually define as your worst moment that you've experienced in these past two years since we last talked? Take us to what you consider that moment is and tell us that specific story. Well, we just finished getting the Twitter app like wrapped up and, and out, and we actually had launched the payment gateway. And then I was having lunch with this guy that was my former VP from the old business that had written the software. And Len just <laughs> announced to me that he was retiring. Um, well, I mean, you know, when there's two people in the business, <laughs> that's 50% of my staff, so to speak, was <laughs> leaving. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, this actually relates to what I was talking about because this is somebody who I trust so incredibly. Len is somebody I've known since I, when I graduated college um, and have worked with, you know, many times um, in that intervening period. So trying to find that new person to fill that gap, that, that was I – mean, first, like, I went through all the stages of grief, I guess, but um, – I really needed to to sit down and think, how am I going to do this? And and really learn to accept in the, in this particular case that I wasn't going to find a new Len. You know, you can't replace a 25 year relationship um, with a great help wanted ad. So, Tim, looking back at that experience that you had, um, what would you have done differently leading up to that to maybe prepare better? I mean, specifically, what I'm looking for are just a couple of, not even just a couple, I'm actually going to narrow it down to one for you. Just your greatest takeaway. What's the greatest lesson that you learned going through that experience of losing essentially half of um, the employees at your business or half of you know the people that ran your business in just one fail swoop like that? Like, What's the greatest lesson learned? I should have had a plan B. I mean, Len's in his 60s, right? So I mean, it wasn't like, hey, we'll be doing this for the next 40 years. Right. I mean, Looking back, I mean, I should have had a plan B. What would have been a plan B? Like, what would have that looked like? I think we could have brought somebody in as sort of a contract person while he was still feeling more engaged. We could go through all the mechanics of it, but I think realizing from the onset that it would have been good to have somebody else in the event. I mean, because it, in in this case, at least I had the announcement and he helped me. he helped me find someone else. But if he had just said, I'm out of here. I would have really been stuck. So having a clear path to a plan B for anything, and I think in any area of anyone's business, if there's something, if you can see that there's a silver bullet that could kill your business if this thing goes wrong, and it's something that is in within the realm of like realistic probability, you really ought to have a plan for overcoming that. Fire Nation, something that Gary Vaynerchuk says all the time, which I love, is you should be trying to put yourself out of business every single day because it's so much better for you to put yourself out of business so you can figure out how to shore up those defenses or make a shift or an adjustment than somebody else. Like what would have happened if the taxi industry had been trying to think of ways that they could be put out of business and they weren't so ill-prepared for Uber and the same thing with Airbnb and the hotel industry and all these things. So try to put yourself out of business. By the way, that might have you come up with your greatest idea to date. I mean, you just truly never know. And speaking of greatest ideas to date, Tim, again, let's really narrow this timeline to the last couple of years because you've been working hard on social jukebox and doing all of these different things. 
What's been your greatest idea that has come out, that aha moment in the past couple of years that you really think would be an interesting story for Fire Nation? Well, the idea that I'm working on now and I'm super, super excited about is we just launched our affiliate program. And the reason I say I'm excited about that, I mean, I'm taking a much different path than a lot of other people that I see with similar type SaaS businesses where they start building a big team of people who actually are employees. Um, what I'm doing is trying to leverage these kind of relationships where I'm going to look where my goals can align with the other person. So, I mean, I'm super excited that what I'm going to do is share my revenue with them because other people see what you do in a different way, right? So I could go into the market and I can, I can develop content that will drive people to what I do. And I've done that. And, and we'll continue to do that. But there are other people who will approach it in a much different way. And I think the idea, I mean, I've heard people kind of down talk, you know, affiliate programs. And to me, it's, you're closing yourself off for one. I mean, you just like the raw, like relationships you don't have, but, but the approach other people may have, you may learn quite a bit. It's like a massive AB test because there's all these people who have a much different perspective on the marketplace than you might. Um, and I'm, I mean, so far we've signed up over a hundred people in just the last week. And let's talk about those mechanics specifically, like less about the perspective, more about the mechanics. Like how are you implementing this affiliate program? Like what are you using for a software, like using ambassador and, and how are you finding the most effective ways to bring affiliates on? how I'm doing it is I actually contracted with somebody who builds and manages affiliate programs. Um, and I did that because I don't have expertise in that. I don't have time to develop expertise in that. So I'd rather, you know, negotiated a rate and paid someone to manage and oversee what the affiliates are doing. Now, if one of our listeners was looking for a way to do something like that, like where'd you go to even find a name? I went on Amazon and I was reading a book. I, I looked for books about running an affiliate program, not about being an affiliate, but running an affiliate program. And a guy named Gino, um, who runs uh, Affiliate Navigator, hmm. um, he he wrote the book, right? So I went through and I contacted a variety of people who did things like him. Um, and you just look for affiliate yeah. managers. And there, and there are tons of people who do it. And then uh, to me, this is just like basic vendor thing like, you know, do people get back to you? How quickly do they get back to you? What kind of questions did they ask you? Do they seem like they're interested in actually moving your business forward? Or are they just interested in moving their own business forward? And once you locked in a person, like how did you find where effective ways to actually bring affiliates into your world? I had a ton of inquiries from users already. Um, so that was super helpful. And they also, because, because I'm using an outside person, I'm I'm latching onto re some relationships they already have. We're using a platform called ShareASale, which also saves a ton of administrative work um, because instead of me paying all the affiliates individually, um, I can pay ShareASale one check and they distribute that money. They do all the 1099s at the end of the year. I mean, that's a that's a huge amount of administrative huge. work. Um, so I've offloaded that. And then share, there's other people in ShareASale who are also – selling social media type products. So some of those people are coming across and wanting to sample what we're doing as well. So, um, I mean, there was a kind of a confluence of factors. One was getting the manager. The other was once we looked at a platform, it was finding a platform where there were probably already other affiliates who would be interested in what we were doing. And that was share a sale for us. And then I had the existing base of users. 
tons of people who would ask me like, when are you going to have an affiliate program? When are you going to have an affiliate program? Um, but we just needed the time to, you know, kind of put it together. So, so Fire Nation, there's share a sale. There is something like Commission Junction. There's JV Nation. There's ClickBank. So there's definitely companies out there like what Tim's talking about that do this and that take all that administrative off the plate, which is so key and what is what Tim did. So, you know, the 1099s, the distribution of all the funds. Like, you don't want to be sitting there on PayPal, like sending somebody, you know, 37 cents for selling, you know, one whatever. So, you want to make sure that you have that streamlined so you can keep focusing on doing what you want to do, which is grow your business. And now, fast forwarding to today, Tim, what are you most fired up about right now as we're speaking? I would go right back to the affiliate thing. I mean, because to me, finding the path to make that super successful, because it answers the question of how can I build sales for my business without building a huge staff? Because it, I mean, this ties into my own personal goals for the business. I don't, I had a business with over 300 people. I don't want to do that again. Um, you know, so I'm interested in trying to create as much of a virtual business as possible. So for me, the affiliate thing is key. And We've had initial success, but how do we leverage that up and and make sure that those of the people that have signed up are successful? Um, and that's something we're actively working with them on. But then also, how do we continue to make it successful and and find ways like what are the key drivers? Uh, because that will end up being at least for me, I view that as being a huge part of like my marketing engine. So. Um, it's just right. It's right in front of me, like every day now. So I mean, I'm I'm constantly pumped up, and you know, I love getting questions, and people, you know, people are reaching out to me, and they're fired up to be part of it. So um, that's that's what's kind of blowing the wind in my sails at the moment. And what's key, Fire Nation, for affiliate programs to work? Well, you need to have a great product or a great service or a great fill in the blank. That's where it's going to work because people aren't going to sell crap. People can't sell crap. And if you create crap, then it's not going to work. So it starts day one, minute one, by mapping out and then creating that great product, which obviously Tim has been able to do, which is why he's been able to be successful, get to that 300K number, and of course, our bring on affiliates, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Fire Nation, we're about to crush the lightning round, so don't you go anywhere. We're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, do you ever wake up feeling like you've already run out of energy or like your stress levels are raging? Starting your day off right is critical to having a productive day. And when your energy is down or your stress levels are high, your ability to focus on your business is compromised. So how can you be sure a lack of energy and stress are the last thing standing in your way of having a super productive day? For me, it's with Organifi Green Juice. Organifi Green Juice is packed with 11 energy-bumping and stress-stopping superfoods and herbs, which means you'll get long-lasting energy throughout the day so you can crush your to-do list. Plus, Organifi Green Juice tastes delicious. I know because I drink it daily. See for yourself. Visit Organifi.com and save 20% with promo code FIRE. That's O-R-G-A-N. IFI.com promo code FIRE. Building a meaningful relationship with your audience is key to the growth of your business. This relationship is what will instill know, like, and trust, and it's also what will encourage engagement from your audience. The best way to build that meaningful relationship 
via email. That's why Constant Contact's email marketing makes it easy for you to connect with new customers and stay in touch with the ones you already have. Constant Contact offers you easy-to-use tools like smooth drag-and-drop design, real-time formatting, and a state-of-the-art editor, which makes it easy to create interactive content that drives engagement. Plus, with Constant Contact, you'll get free expert coaching where and when you need it, making it easy to get results fast. So if you ever have a question or need a little marketing advice, there's someone there to help. See how you can be a marketer. Sign up for a free trial today at constantcontact.com slash podcast. That's constantcontact.com slash podcast. Tim, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? For me, it was always a limiting belief, like, like thinking that the people who did that, that being entrepreneurship, were possessed of some special thing. And, you know, the reality is we all have some special skill sets and it was just me like getting in there and trying and finding out what are you good at and what you aren't good at. So um, once I kind of, you know, shifted my mindset, I was in the game. What is the best advice you've ever received? I was in the 10th grade and I had a teacher take me aside because I was a complete like class disruptor <laughs> and, and clown. And he said, is there a particular reason you're so anxious to waste your potential? Ooh, that just gets right to the core. You know, that's just like not one of those. Tim, what's your It's like, are you wasting your potential? Yes. Oh. So, yeah, so that it was but it was I, he, he nailed it like just even, totally like to my personality where I was like, what do you mean? I'm not wasting anything. So, of course, then I had to prove him wrong. So, of like, course. It was great. What is a personal habit that contributes to your success? Asking questions and actually listening to the answers is huge. By asking a variety of people, it doesn't always change my mind, but it may change how I think about it. And it may even just be like a subtle nuance um, of how I'll do something slightly differently after getting feedback from people. Um, I solicit a ton of feedback when I'm going to try to shift and do something new. Um, And every time I've done that, I've been richly, richly rewarded. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? I continue to use a program called Keep, which is a, an app on Android. Um, and I think it's not just the app, but I, the way I use it, a lot of people talk about all the metrics in their business, right? And what I try to use Keep for is it's like a diary. I have some numbers in there, but also like what I'm thinking about and how I'm feeling about and stuff, because I find it really valuable to periodically go back and read through that. Because some things that I was like, oh my God, I'll never overcome this. And you look back and you're like, that was just like the smallest pebble in the road ever. Oh, such good advice. Anything that's on your phone, man, is always so nice because, you know, for most people, the phone is something that's always in their hand. If you could recommend one book to join Alphabet Success on our bookshelves, what would it be and why? I have given more copies out of Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion by Cialdini. Many people have read it, but... I, I would say that it's I, I've even gone back to it. I mean, to me, it's like a reference tool just to keep sharpening those skills because the the lessons in there are just super valuable. I just get, I actually I just gave all my kids a copy. I, I think it's a, a tremendous book. Yeah, it's one of those books that's not at the 40% mark in my Kindle because it seems like most business books just kind of fizzle at about 40% for me. This one, I mean, straight through to the end, boom, crushed it. Now, Tim, I want to end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Parting piece of advice is just 
a little what I talked a little bit about, and that is allowing yourself to slow down enough to see the things ahead of you and see what's working and what's not working. Um, at least for me, I've found sometimes I'll be trying to go so fast that I'll miss what should have been an obvious thing. So hitting that slow down button every now and then can be super, super helpful that you're not just trudging ahead, working hard on the wrong thing. Um, to get a hold of me, um, I'm on Twitter at Alphabet Success, um, which is my Twitter handle. And anybody that ever wants to a- ask me a question can always reach me at Tim at socialjukebox.com. And in fact, something I have never, ever, ever done before, but since I'm a two-time guest yes. now, um, I wanted to give um, the listeners a special coupon to get $20 off their subscription. Um and we just, I mean, I just had this written in the program for this. <laughs> so um, I just thought it'd be fun. So anyhow, the coupon code is FIRE20. Um, so for $20 off, FIRE20. So we're going to take the first 100 people. My account says I can't do more net. So um, <laughs> the first the first 100 people um, we'll give $20 off to. But, you know, we'd, we'd welcome people to try socialjukebox.com. I think it'll save them a lot of time so they can focus on what's key and important in their own businesses. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with TF and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and just type Tim in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore. Of course, just email Tim, tim at socialjukebox.com. And don't forget about that $20 discount, FIRE20. That's FIRE20 when you sign up for Social Jukebox. And definitely check it out, Fire Nation. If you don't have some kind of social media management system, you need one. It's critical. Tim, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Tim today. And if you are ready to turn website visitors into leads and customers, check out fireup.co. It's amazing. It's free. What are you waiting for? I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Building a meaningful relationship with your audience is key to the growth of your business and Constant Contact can help. They make it easy to connect with new customers and stay in touch with the ones you already have. See how you can be a marketer with a free trial at constantcontact.com slash podcast. Start your day off the right way, Fire Nation, with Organifi Green Juice. Visit Organifi.com and save 20% with promo code FIRE. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com promo code FIRE.